Good morning, everyone. This is Genevia. And this is Jennifer. And you are tuned in to Soap Talk, where candid conversations cleanse the mind, heal the heart, and encourage the spirit. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk. And without further ado, let's jump into the interview. Well, that, you know, that right there, um, I was thinking, Lord, where's the spirit in all of this? You know, like when you think about um, the Holy Spirit and, and how he's our helper throughout this process, you know, it's like um, the spirit, I would think, well, I would know would convict you. You know, once you get to that point where you become pious or, you know, I'm better or you start looking down on people, you know, through through God's working, the spirit would eventually bring you to a place of conviction so you can repent of that sin. I know that I've gotten to points where um, the spirit had to tell me um, you're thinking more higher of yourself than you ought to. And I think as Christians, we, we have to be honest you know, about our walks and and how they really, you know, how they really transpire versus putting on this outward show for people, because um, it's very deceptive, you know, um, and people, like you said, get this wrong idea about how it really is to to live this out. And like you said, walking past um, a half dead man, because you don't want to be ceremonially unclean. And I think about like where we live. So I've lived in the suburbs, and I've lived in in the city and right now I live in the city and uh in the suburbs um I didn't see as much outward or or visible um suffering like I do in the city okay um it's very easy for me to drive down the street and see people who are homeless and and when I'm it's cold so we're in the middle of the winter it's cold you talk you talking about bonfires on like sidewalks because the homeless crisis is so bad, you know, and people are trying to keep warm, you know, and um, it it really hurts me um, to know that people are living in this way. And I wish I could, you know, go out and, you know, fix it all. And I I know I can't, that's not even my job. But um, a lot of times, um, Christians, we get to this point where maybe we would pass by us. I'm not going to go deal with those people because they're ceremonially unclean. You know, even when I drive, um, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with Oakland, but I'm um, in East Oakland when I'm driving to go somewhere to go do something. And I see young ladies out there. Um, uh, you know, it just, it hurts. Yeah, It really does because. Yeah. Well, I want to address earlier what you said. I know you talk about listening to the spirit. A lot of people don't listen to their spirit. Their spirit can be talking and they're so far gone or they're turned over into a retrograde mind um, to the point to where they don't even listen to their Holy Spirit. So the spirit could be talking to us all day long, but if we don't listen and take action, there's really, there's no true, like Brother Parker said, no true transformation being done. And, um, but that's where our work kicks in, our work to study and, and, and get in line with Christ and spend time with him and be intimate with him instead of choosing other things to occupy our time. You know, let's occupy our time with Christ and, and what he has to say in the word. And then that's when we'll be more in tune with our Holy Spirit because God will give us that gift back. And um, even though it's never left, he, he'll give us the gift that we can actually hear what it's saying, then we can follow what he's saying. And I, I really agree with Brother Parker when he says that um, 
that we choose to put our own perspective on what the scriptures say, you know, our own spin. And, and I think a lot of people, especially nowadays, put a twist or too much weight on interpreting or interpreting the spirit or interpreting the scripture. I see a lot of people say that it is not your interpretation of what the Bible says. It is what the Bible is saying. Mm -hmm. Now you can interpret what it means in your life, how that translates into your life because how it translates to my life versus Jennifer's can be completely different because we have two different lives her walk is different from my walk and vice versa but when you interpret the scriptures there's no seven ways to interpret what God says this is the way this is what it's being said and a lot of people nowadays use that loosely especially um, on social media um, in the in the in the congregation in different different congregations I've seen that they'll interpret it one way we're like whoa 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 me and Jennifer had this conversation the other day about a certain subject about women being in leadership and um we were like how can you uh how can you take this verse and interpret it when that's not what it means Mm -hmm. but you take a piece out of it because that's how you want to interpret it because you want to set it to your reality and your lifestyle so you think it's okay and you and and you you put this self-imposed um situation into a congregation and everybody looks at you because your leadership you're like oh well I guess it's okay now so um and, and that's that's not the truth it's I really feel like the interpretation versus um you know your what you put in your reality is completely different and people need to start differentiating that instead of trying to couple it all together because it's really that I feel is really confusing a lot of people nowadays you know, I, I think that's one of the reasons why we should be open and available mm-hmm. to to the Holy Spirit, you know, because I believe the Holy Spirit does lead us. And, and, and uh, you know, we, 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 we know that when we stay in tune with God, you know, then, then uh, you know, through prayer and through our walk, through our worship, you know, then God will lead us to uh, knowing more about him. He'll, he'll even lead us to know more about ourselves, you know, yeah. and, and, and we and we recognize that God speaks to us through his word. So it's important to stay in tune with his word. And also it's important to stay tuned with his spirit. Um, as y'all mentioned, the reason why I say that, because sometimes you could be, you, you know, you could be going somewhere or driving and then, you know, you, 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 you make a turn or you end up, I mean, it happens to be one time I was like that, you know, that's going to get lunch at McDonald's. Probably shouldn't be going there, but uh, that's I'm, okay, brother. We that's all, all right. Have those. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> so, so then I, I leave the parking lot, and you know, I, I, I drive, I pass by, I see a homeless guy, and um, then I, I continue. I make the turn on the frontage road and continue northbound on two eighty eight. Um, and so I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay. I'm sitting here with this food in my car, you know, too much for me, you know, honestly, if I'm being honest, it, it's, it's, uh, I eat it obviously, you know, cause I, you know, but, but I didn't need it, you know, it's just something I wanted Yeah. while this guy over here was begging for me, you know, but, mm-hmm. I, but I kept going and I, I felt, I felt like the spirit was, uh, guiding me, you know, that mm-hmm. and showing me something, uh, and, and pricking me even to yeah. do something about it. So, um, so I actually decided to turn around and go and, and, uh, um, instead of giving him food, I gave him um, some money. And mm-hmm. so, uh, but, but it, it's just, it's just stuff like that, that, that me personally, I'm trying to, 
I'm trying to be able to um, see the spirit guiding you know, more today. I, I've, I've reached a point in my life where I'm trying to allow the spirit and, and to, to uh, perceive the spirit's work and, and guidance in my life. And, and I think that, uh, uh, you know, that for every Christian, you know, we should make ourselves accessible to the spirit. Amen. 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 And accessible to each other as well. Because a lot of times we see the same people over and over and over, month after month, year after year, and we we still don't embark on getting to know our brothers and sisters the way we should. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder why a brother and sister has been struggling with this, what we would call maybe a secret sin that we didn't know about. And, you know, Because we have taking the time it, out to know who that they part. Are. Yeah, they're lying to you. Exactly. And that's how I take it. It's a real, for me, like it's real, it's really about God and community and, and souls and, you yeah. know, and loving on one another. And other than that, everything else in life to me is like secondary or tertiary other, you know, yeah. outside of God and people, because when I, and I, and it came to me the other day, I was looking, I was at a park and I was just looking at people walking around and I was like, Lord, all these eternal souls just mm -hmm. walking around here. Yeah. And that's, he's starting to change the way I see people you know outside of like flesh and blood because sometimes i get caught up in you know getting angry with that person you know in flesh and blood form but he says it's much bigger than that yeah. you know people are led by a spiritual realm whether it be godly or ungodly um but yeah just looking at people and i haven't perfected this but this definitely is something god has placed on my heart to start to see people as eternal beings get out of the flesh and blood mind frame and look at these as eternal souls that are going to have a resting place either in heaven or the 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 alternate which is uh hell and um and how we impact each other to 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 reach both of those places you know because i'm either impacting someone positively or i'm impacting someone negatively exactly. there is no gray area in my opinion exactly and that's great. And that's great that you do that, Brother Parker. Um, I, I tend to do that a lot with the kids. I even have them to volunteer different places because I need them to understand that um, it is not it is not a normal thing that we God bless us so much. There are people out here that are struggling. Mm. Um, you think it's okay to have all these toys in this house and you know scooters and bikes and you know food at your. I mean they they can just grab food whenever they want to. And I have to let them know sometimes there are people out here that don't have homes because mm -hmm. they'll see, we'll go into, because we live in the suburbs, the far suburbs, almost the country. And so when we go into the inner cities, typically when we have, you know, event like field trip days or go to the museum or something and they'll see the homeless people on the side and they'll ask, you know, they're at the age where they're very inquisitive, you know, mommy, well, why is that person sitting on the side of the road? You know, where is his house? Or, you know, why is he asking because they'll ask what is on the um on their piece like if they have on their a signage yeah on the sign they'll ask like one of them can read she's mm -hmm. she can she can't read all the words but she's she can read you know simple words it, but she knows what food says and she knows you know certain things she says so why are they asking for food you know why don't they just go to the refrigerator and get food you know that's what their their mind is because that's their reality that's all they know and I have to remind them, you know, there are people who are homeless, who do not have food. And we, and, you know, it's up to us to do something about that. So, you know, sometimes they'll say, well, 
can we go buy them some food or can we do something? That's the heart that I want them to have, even though we want to fix everything and we want to help everyone. What we do at that moment, I feel like is impactful, period, because we never know what may happen. And, and a lot of times I feel like even when I've done that before, I feel like I want to give them like a card or, or something like if you need something, call me and I never have it. And I think I need to start doing that to say, call me. Here's my number. Text me if you need something. I mean, you can't, they can't text me to have a cell phone, but, um, you know, if you need something, find a pay phone, call me, um, you know, or, or I can in, introduce you to a, somewhere that's closer because I know uh, even Austin House Ministries there in the inner city of Houston mm -hmm. you know introduce mm -hmm. them to them that way you can have you'll know of some resources to where good Christian people are trying to help you and they make and spread the gospel to you in a manner in which I can't because I don't live around here this is not somewhere that I would frequent we God just happened to put me in this place so I can meet you at that time so I do have those thoughts at times and, I, and I'm, I'm like you too, Jennifer. I'm just like, man, I wish I could just do this and do that. And oh man, it just, it pricks yeah, at your heart. It really absolutely. does. So you hate to see people suffer, but absolutely. But the Bible says that's the way of the world. There's going to be people suffering and there's going to be people that are widows and we just have to take care of them. So. Amen. Agreed. Okay, Brother Parker, I appreciate all these great comments. Um, our next question is going to be, do you find yourself trying to live by a set of rules? And I mean, not yourself, but us as a, a group of people, a group of Christians, do we find ourselves trying to live by a set of rules and white knuckling our Christian walk, which means straining very hard not to give into temptations and sin? You know, it, it's, it's, I think based on my experience, I have seen uh, uh, that, you know, and, and, and let, let me use myself personally. When, when I was younger, I'm like, okay, well, uh, I, I need to be able to please God by saying a set number of prayers per day or a set number of, um, of Bible chapters I need to read per day and so forth. So I, I did this for, uh, for quite some time, uh, actually, you know, and, and so uh, what begins to happen is that you know you 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 believe in you're pleasing God and so forth, but it creates anxiety, you know, even you know. And so one of the things that um, I've learned is that um, it, it's similar to what Jesus said. Jesus said in Matthew five, "Except your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the Pharisees uh, and Sadducees, you shall know uh, you shall not enter the kingdom." And, and so what Jesus, everything that Jesus said after that statement had to do with. Uh, walking by our heart, you know, uh, walking in a heart, you know, um, uh, a heart change as opposed to a, um, a effort, you know, our, our own efforts. And so when we do our own efforts, what we end up doing is creating a standard and living up to what's enough to get by, right? You know, but when we do it with our hearts, we'll even go above and beyond you know, what, what, and the reason why I say that is because whatever set number of prayers I set for myself to say and, and, and uh, per day or whatever, uh, after that time, what I, what I found is that there may be days where I, I pray less than that, you know, uh, there may be days that I pray more than that, mm. you know, so it's not about trying to, 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 to uh, uh, stretch or strain so hard to live by that standard. If, if, if I'm coming to God hard first, then uh, I'm actually going beyond, you know, what, what's required. You know, it, it's kind of like what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 23, they were straining at a gnat 
and swallowing our camel. And so sometimes we try and focus so much on, on effort, 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 work, work, work. When we're losing the bigger picture and the bigger picture is us allowing God to use us to bring his goodness, his love, his mercy to others. And, and so, um, so yeah, I definitely have seen that. Uh, I definitely have done that. Um, but, you know, I've, I've just learned, you know, learn better, do better. I've I learned, you know, that and, and coming to God, if we truly want to please him, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you got to come heart first and not, mm -hmm. not head first. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I think that also teaches us grace. We've got to know how to give grace to accept it as well. And I think a lot of people, especially in this culture, because this is the cancel culture, right? That's the big thing, right? You do something, you say something, I'm done with you. I don't have nothing to do with you, your company, your family, anything that you worked hard for, I'm, you're completely canceled. And um, I remember watching part of, um, it was a like an info, well, not a, it was an ad on YouTube or something. And it was talking about Kevin Hart's new standup. And that was one of the snippets that he had on the ad. And he was saying, Oh, well, I'm canceled now. You know, I feel like I can't say anything or do anything because people are going to, you know, cancel me or, or I'm not going to have a career. And he said, it's a slippery slope. I feel like I'm always tippy toeing. And it was it was interesting that he said that because I'm like, that's how people are. There's no grace. There's no forgiveness. There's no, you know what? I've been in your shoes before. So let me figure out how can we work through this problem instead of eliminating the person that that's that's the issue that's the easy way let's try to work through this problem so we can both come to a, a, an agreement and we can both come to a common ground and both of us are learning along this journey versus just saying well you know what you didn't do that right cancel we'll find somebody else that's not how that's not how life is and that's not how god works either so um i i agree about that too because I, i've struggled with that when it comes to um you know, temptations and sin. I feel like if I sin, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing right by God. And I'm, you know, I'm not a Christian and I'm not doing the things I'm supposed to do, you know, but I have to give myself some grace and say, I'm doing all I can do right now. <laughs> and I, I cannot be so hard on myself. I've got to do better. And God is leading me throughout this day. And so what is happening is supposed to happen because that's the way God wanted. So I, I need to stop trying to self-impose my own reality on what I think this day should be and just embrace it and find the joy in what is already going on. That's been my struggle, finding the joy and even the, the bad things, you know, finding the silver lining sometimes in the, in, in the gray cloud. So that concludes another episode of Soap Talk. We want to thank you for joining us today. Please join us tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. as we delve back into the topic. So thank you so much. God bless and we love you. Bye. Bye.